Welcome to the following presentation from Spider Sports Properties and Playfly Sports. And thanks for listening to Richmond Athletics on Auto 61 ESPN. It's lunchtime, a great time to talk spider football. This is Behind the Web with University of Richmond head coach Russ Huseman. Live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown. Today's show is brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Chevrolet, and... Virginia 529. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804-327-0888. Email behind the web at richmond.edu or on Twitter using Spider Voice at Richmond Athletics or at ESPN Richmond. Now, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black with Coach Huseman. This is Behind the Web, presented by the Brass Tap on 1061 ESPN Richmond and the Spider Sports Network. Wickersham swings it out of the backfield. Left side to Kwanye Vini, who makes the catch, and he waltzes into the end zone for the touchdown. White throws on the run, deflected and intercepted. Jabril Hayes has the interception down the sideline, and he's going to take it for a pick six. And the Spiders smother it. They block the punt. They'll pick it up and take it in for the Spider touchdown. The block by Trey Mancuso. Here's a pass over the middle that Aaron Banks is going to pick off inside the 30-yard line, and he's going to run it all the way back and into the end zone. Touchdown, Spider defense. Well, in the ensuing days after that Spider victory at NCA&T, 33-10, Coach Russ Huseman described it as nutty and crazy the spider victory over the Aggies Saturday. We're going to find out a whole lot more about that on this afternoon's Behind the Web with Coach Huseman, our special player guest coming up in the middle segments, defensive end Xander Barnett joining us today. And we're glad you've joined us as well. Got a good crowd in the house here at the Brass Tap. Libby Mill Midtown, if you're in the area, come on by, have lunch and talk some spider and college football with us or interact with us over the air by emailing us behind the web at richmond.edu or texting us 804-327-0888. Three in a row, five out of six for these Richmond Spiders, and Saturday Russ was unlike any of the other ones, right? Crazy and nutty, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, we were just talking before the show. Uh, the question was asked, has there ever been three, non, uh, three in a row non-offensive touchdowns and we said there was actually four in a row non-off with their kick return. So, yeah, it was, you know, it was nutty. Uh, and, uh, you know, just proud of our guys. I mean, you find, you, there's always going to be different ways to win games. Uh, you know, no matter how it is, different players are going to step up at different times during the season. And, and that was one of them. And, and uh, you know, our defense stepped up really well. And, uh, obviously, we got the block punt. Now the kickoff return by them. Uh, you know, I wasn't an overly happy camper on that one, but uh, um, it was good to get the block punt. What is making our defense so opportunistic this year? I mean, it's 20 takeaways. I think that's tied for the national lead. Four defensive touchdowns. That's right up at the top in all of FCS. What's making this defense so opportunistic? Well, I think it starts uh, 
up front. Uh, I think we have some really good pass rushers. You know, and if you can get them in third and long situations and you can rush the passer, you know, we've had some sack fumbles this year and we've put pressure, we've hit him. You know, I think one of those interceptions, we actually hit him. I'm not sure who, maybe it was Xander, but hit him, you know, and the ball kind of floated up to uh, A.B. on that one. And so, you know, when you got guys up front that can be disruptive, it really, really helps. You made a really interesting point. It's all great and exciting when you get a pick six, but it's taking away possessions from your offense, yeah. right? I mean, the number of possessions was reduced Saturday because the defense comes right back on the field after scoring, right? Correct. And so, you know, it was, it was uh, you know, three possessions that they did not get during the course of that game. And, you know, and, 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 and you know, you talk about offensive touchdowns and things like that. You got to score touchdowns any way you can get them, obviously. But, you know, it, it takes away three possessions. So that takes away, you know, all of a sudden you get a, you know, a 65-yard a drive and then another 70-yard drive. And all of a sudden, you know, you're up around 400 yards total offense. And, you know, you feel really, you know, you feel pretty good about the offense mm-hmm. and things like that. But when you take those possessions away, you know, the st- statistics – uh, don't look great for the offense, but, uh, you know, they did what they had to do to, to help us win a game. Looked pretty great on that first drive, didn't they? I mean, I thought that was a, a pretty well-executed 11-play, 65-yard drive that ended in a touchdown. Absolutely. I mean, it was a great start. In the second drive, we drove it down to the four-yard line and uh, forced to kick a field goal there. You know, we had another good drive on a field goal, uh, you know, forced to kick another field goal. So, um, you know, they did some good things, and, and probably if you look at there weren't a ton of possessions, you know, out there for them during the course of the game, you know, probably in the second half for sure. But, uh, you know, even you know, even as you look, you know, they get the one possession at the end and it's a take a knee. So, you know, that possession doesn't count. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a decent number of people in the restaurant today. There's also one big elephant in the room. What's your assessment of the quarterback position and where are you at with uh, Cam Coleman and Kyle Wickersham? You know, as you look at it, Cam, other than the interception right before the half, played well. Um, He's been playing well. Um, You know, Kyle did some good things. Obviously, he ran the ball pretty well for us and got us some valuable yards. uh, Threw the little quick touchdown to uh, um, Yay Vaney on the one. But, uh, you know, Cam is playing well. you know, and uh, you know, we're going to keep playing him this year. How we play him this week, I, I don't know. But, you know, Cam's a talented player. But certainly have made that decision. I know he's at that four-game mark. Yeah, he's playing. Freshman. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing. How does he handle situations, you know, when there is some adversity? He is still a young guy. I know he's got a little extra seasoning on him from the from the prep, prep year that he had. But, you know, he throws an interception right there before half. Yeah. I mean, he's had a couple <laughs> others this year as well. How does, how does he kind of handle and bounce back from all that? Well, that uh-oh. – uh-oh. We have, a, we have a little turnover here. I didn't do that. You kind of <laughs> said it right there. We'll get that cleaned up. My lemonade up. went down Yes, here. it did. Uh, and it wasn't me, Bob. Was you not. were looking right at me. Y'all were looking at me, too. <laughs> that is not on you, Coach. doesn't go on your stat line. Um, but I think we saved all the equipment, too. Yeah. So gonna, uh, the, right. You got, um, you know, the interception before the half. You, you know, he's a young quarterback, and it was third and 17. And I told Winston, I said, hey, Winston, let's just try to get seven or eight yards, throw a completion, let's get seven or eight yards, and then, uh, 
And then let's kick a field goal. Let the clock run all the way down, kick a field goal. Because, you know, getting th- on third and 17, getting 17 is not, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world. And um, so, you know, I, I think Cam was looking and it, and it showed third and 17. And mm-hmm. I think as a young kid, Cam's thinking, I got to get 17 here, man, or my coaches are going to be mad at me. Because normally, you know, if you, third and you know if it's third and 12 and he throws a short one, you get six. He's walking off the field. Say, Cam, what are you doing? Why would you? Why would you check down there? Mm-hmm. And and I guarantee in his mind. And we didn't have a chance because the, it was the game was flowing, so we didn't really have a chance to grab him by the arm and say, "Listen, Cam, we don't need all 17. You know, we need seven. We need eight. We're going to kick a field goal here." And we didn't get that opportunity to tell him that so you know partly that's on you know that's on me uh for sure now he shouldn't have thrown the ball there anyway but i think he was trying to make something happen so i assume that conversation has happened this week during practice and you've shown him that in in tape tape study uh how does he kind of react to all that is he pretty good about being a sponge with those sort of things i I don't know i'm not around you know so uh between jacob and winston you know they They kind of yeah they handle well what have you seen from in practice bounce back pretty good this week. he always does a good job in practice yeah they they all do a nice job and uh so uh you know excited for him and his future and excited excited for kyle kyle's can 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 help us win games no question and so we don't know how it's going to transpire who's going to start what's going to happen um but uh we'll figure it out by game time i really like coach the way kyle's kind of handled this at least publicly with us uh getting back from the injury and now sharing that position uh, with cam and just the interaction that they've had and the kind of the positivity that that kyle has shown at least when he's talked with us about the situation yeah, and, and, and I think the, the offensive staff used Kyle in the second half to not just say, all right, we're just going to pound him in there, we're going to run. I mean, we, we were throwing the ball, and you know, he missed he missed some throws that should have – you know, we should have threw a couple things. He handed the ball off about three times, and it should have been a throw each time. Um, so – you know he he's he's still he's still a young guy still still learning too hey i want to go back to the touchdown kyle threw the pass of course but feel really good for kwanye vini right i mean particularly in that instance uh, obviously his brother's on the other sideline his family's in attendance that had to be a pretty good feel good moment for him yeah i'm sure it is uh you know yay has been uh, a really, he's going to be an excellent player, and he's playing good for us right now. You know, he was in my doghouse a little earlier in the year, and uh, you know, we he came in the office, we talked, and uh, you know, he's been he's been fantastic ever since. He blocks, uh, great energy guy, and and he and he's made plays, and so really proud of of how he's come along this year. So I brought this up with you, and we were just uh, chatting one day about the two what I would call Russ under the radar plays he made in the Rhode Island game. Uh, the ball, I think it was right before yeah. halftime, pass looked like it was going to be intercepted at about midfield. He, there was no way in the world he was catching it, but he dove at it and he swatted it away, almost yeah. like a defensive back. And then the other one you're talking about is a little screen, yes. and he got hit right when, you know, yeah. hang on to that football there. And, uh, you know, but that's what, you know, good receivers will do, and they have to understand the game. They have to understand what's going on out there, you know, during the game. And, um, and, uh, you know, th- those are just kind of, the one that to break it up is just an effort play. And that's what you're looking for. 
And the one that you also referred to that I was going to get to was that kind of lateral pass where he knew he was about to get pancaked. He, he saw it coming, and he obviously had the fumble earlier this year that he never should have had, of course, yep. and he held on to that ball the other day against Rhode Island. Yeah, and that ball shouldn't have been thrown, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. uh, that should have been a handoff. So, you know, when you got you know, six or seven plays, when you, you should have handed it off and you threw it, you should have threw it when you handed it off. I mean, those, those are plays that, you know, you, ha- you have to make sure that you get executed correctly. So, um, but yeah, 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 he's coming along pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, just a couple more, and then we'll get to a break. And Xander Barnett's in the house, Spider defensive end. He's going to join us here in the in the middle couple of segments as the Spiders get ready for Campbell three thirty homecoming Hall of Fame weekend. All that going on. We'll get into that during the course of the hour as well. And coach, uh, you get this one Saturday, and then you get that bye week finally. Can you read your guys? Are they still you know charged and where they need to be? It's been obviously a long stretch here. Four weeks of. Summer camp and what nine games consecutively without that bye week? Yeah, I mean th- this obviously this is the most important game of the year for us. Um, you know, it's a, it's a it's a playoff game, and I, and I talk to these guys all the time about it, um, and uh, and they know, you know, so. You know, once this is over, I, I think, and I talk, you know, we can catch our breath, and I think that we're actually we're probably as healthy as we're going to be. Now we've got some guys that are out with surgeries and things like that, but um, for the most part, anybody that has not had surgery and been deemed done for the year are, are back and healthy. So, and, and you know, that's a good thing. We've come in these last two games pretty healthy. Well, one more to go. Get that one and then uh, get to the break. All right, before we go to the break, kind of like to do this before we bring the player up here. When I say Xander Barnett, what's the first things that come to your mind? Uh, blue collar. Um, can You know, he, he's not just a run player. Now, he's really good at defending the run. He's got great hands. He, he's got some strength about him, but he also rushes the passer. I mean, he, he gets multiple sacks, and uh, he's he's kind of a complete player and, and, and probably a blue-collar kind of player. Really making that a great rotation, right? On that yeah, defensive it's run, fun defensive to say. Yeah. Absolutely. Alright, and he's in the house with us today, Xander Barnett, Spider defensive end. He's going to join us right after our first break. We're live at the Brass Tap, Libby Mill Midtown. We're here each and every Thursday. I'll remind you now and several more times, even with the bye next week, we will be here. The radio show goes on each and every Thursday during the college football season. Xander joins us next. You're in tune with the Behind the Web from the Brass Tap on 1061 ESPN. With tons of televisions, the Brass Tap's the best place to watch your favorite team, and the Brass Tap is great food and cold drinks to enjoy while you catch the game. Join Richmond Spiderhead football coach Russ Huseman and Bob Black every Thursday during football season at our Richmond location at Libby Mill Midtown from noon to one for Behind the Web as they talk spider football and break down upcoming matchups. Enjoy signature Brass Tap classic pizzas all day Thursday for just $10. The Brass Tap, great times, well-crafted. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. 
Buying a vehicle is like buying a house. Many aspects of the purchase can lead to questions. Fortunately, Lux Chevrolet in Ashland has 100 years of experience to help their customers buy their next Chevy or used vehicle. They combine a modern, interactive website at LuxChevrolet.com with old-school customer service to make the entire process easy. So don't buy from some online startup. Put your trust with Lux Chevrolet in Ashland, 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com. You're a local dealer with worldly experience. We've teamed up with Bryant Heating and Cooling for a special enter-to-win opportunity at all Spider football home games this season. One winner per game will receive four tickets and exclusive access to the climate-controlled Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Suite at Robin Stadium. Each winner will also receive a $100 concessions voucher, a dedicated comfort concierge, and get to watch the game from the comfort of indoor seating. Visit bryantcoolsrichmond.com and enter to win today. Bryant Heating and Cooling, whatever it takes. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone. Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. The Chase Inc. Business Premier Card is made for people who make things happen, like me. I'm Sam, founder and CEO of Manifest, a product design company that makes everyday products design smarter. I get 2.5% cash back on purchases of $5,000 or more, plus unlimited 2% cash back on all other purchases, which helps us make more smart ideas into a brilliant reality. The Inc. Business Premier Card. Learn more at chase.com forward slash business premier. Chase for business. Make more of what's yours. Real business owner compensated for their participation. Account subject to credit approval. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Any member FDIC. The timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web, live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown on 1061 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network. Off the shotgun snap, he hands to Graves, and the Spiders come blowing across the line of scrimmage. Xander Barnett, first one there to drop him down. A tackle for loss for Xander Barnett. Xander Barnett did a great job, uh, got inside of his blocker, uh, got there right at the mesh point, uh, tackled the carrier. Wayne Galloway was in there as well, uh, so the Spiders blew that play up from the beginning. Five and a half tackles for loss for the 6'3", redshirt junior Xander Barnett. And add into that at four quarterback sacks that Xander Barnett has now been involved in. He got credited with one Saturday on an intentional grounding play. I learned a little something statistically that on intentional grounding, the guy does get credit for the quarterback sack, which makes sense. Did you get sense. that fixed, Christian? He did. He did. did you thank him for yeah, that? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> All right. Not that you're looking at your numbers or anything. No, nah, don't worry. I was I was upset with that one in uh, the film room because they weren't <laughs> giving me the stat, and I was like, I know the rules. That's that's just gonna be a sack. I, you knew the rules? Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> I was happy. I had Matt McAllister in the booth with me again Saturday. Our, our old SID, um, you know, he knew the rule right away. He's like, that's why Xander's jumping up and down out there because he wants to make sure the stat guy sees yeah. that he right you, that you were there. Hundred percent on the. On the intentional grounding. So we all, you and I learned something that, that they already knew. Uh, all right, Xander, thanks for uh, being with us today. What was Saturday like for you guys defensively? It just looked like it snowballed and you were so opportunistic with tackles for loss, quarterback sack, and certainly the pick sixes. Yeah, I mean, we've taken a lot of pride in our ability to take the ball away this year. And uh, 
there was no exception to that on on uh, Saturday. It was it was fun for us, especially scoring twice on defense. Uh, really got after it, and uh, it was it was a fun time. Did you kind of feel that it was a, a different kind of game? I mean, as coach and I were talking, there was only yeah there were forty three points on the board and one offensive touchdown. Yeah, it was a it was a little unconventional for sure, but. Um, you know, you'll take the points anyway. You can get them, and when you can help out like that on defense, uh, it goes a long way. How about the rotation that you guys are now involved in with the defensive ends and how comfortable you feel with that? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a lot like last year's rotation. Uh, we got we got Cam Bird in there, too, helping us out, which has been great uh, for our stamina. Um, but like I said, I've, I've been comfortable with this rotation for a while now, and uh, I think it, I think it works well for us. What does your defensive ends coach, Chris Ellis, bring to the table for you? Oh, I love Coach Ellis. I mean, ever since he's got here, it's just really, you know, allowed us to take our game to the next level and uh, really explore with uh, being creative with our moves. But uh, and just taking, like, the experience uh, he's had in uh, playing in college and in the NFL, it's, it's been a great help. Russ, that seems to be a unanimous, universal response when we ask about Coach Ellis. Everything from his experience to the way he's teaching that position. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased. I was talking to uh, to Justin Wood this morning, and just we were talking about Chris and you know how much he's grown as a football coach, and uh, he, he's just getting better and better uh, as he goes, even year to year and 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 week to week. And you know, I can just see these guys. You know, just their eyes light up when he talks to them about whether it's pass rush stuff or or technique stuff, and uh, and that that's what a coach does. I mean, a coach has to get to these guys, and, and obviously he, he's got to them pretty good. Xander, in what ways have you progressed now as a football player? If you think back a couple of years and where you are now, uh, I think a lot of it is just knowledge of the game and uh, understanding what the offense is trying to do. You know, in high school, it was more focused on like. Uh, what do I have to do? But now, going coming to college, you get like a new, um, a new dimension of okay. I know I know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm also I also know what the offense is trying to do, and I can uh, I can plan off based off formation, based off of alignment, uh, mm-hmm. what's coming, and then also just just improving my craft and uh, layering uh, different moves I, I can work and different techniques as well. What's the uh, what's the room like for your guy for you guys? What's kind of the vibe in there? I think we we come we come in our room with a lot of excitement. Obviously, have have me, Jeremiah, Marlon, all older guys, been in the program for a while now, and then also I think there's some excitement for the, some younger guys like Cam Bird mm-hmm. uh, to come in and help us out and see them improve. Coach, I almost feel like Camden Bird might be on the same kind of path that Xander Barnett was on. Is that yes, no? You know, just making the the contributions more and more. You know, as each game and each year unfolds. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is first time, first year playing for him, and yep. uh, he's doing a nice job. And you know what, he gets probably fourteen, fifteen plays a game, and uh, which is which is about what should happen as a redshirt freshman, you know. And then next year, you know, he gets into the rotation, and then all of a sudden he's getting you know thirty five snaps a game, and then and then once he becomes the the bell cow, you know, then they, then they st- you know. But again, we we're going to rotate three ends three tackles now we're using four ends right now 
uh, because of, I guess, shoulder issues. And I just learned this the other day that certain people can't play each certain side. So, hmm. uh, so fortunate for Cam, you know, because normally we just roll three and three tackles in there. And uh, we've done that, uh, you know, f- f- I've done that since I've been a coordinator. I've done that since I've been a head coach. And uh, I-, I think it keeps these guys fresh, um, keeps them healthier. Uh, limits the wear and tear on the body. And uh, so, uh, you know, Cam will get into that rotation next year. Uh, Xander, how fresh do you guys feel at this point? I just brought that up with Coach in the last segment. Obviously, it's been a long stretch. You guys seem to be getting better week after week. What's kind of the feeling been like? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, f- I feel pretty good. Obviously, the, the shoulders mm-hmm. uh, with me and Jeremiah were kind of an issue, but I feel like we're working through that pretty well. And then, uh, you know, like you said, like, I feel like we're getting better every week, and, you know, that's a lot better than the flip side of, you know, starting hot and kind of fizzling out mm-hmm. toward that. I feel like we're, we're trending up every week, which is what you're looking for. Did you guys kind of use those games at the beginning of the year as some kind of, you know, learning experience or motivation or, or whatnot? Because really, since those two, you know, speed bumps, this team has played really, really well. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the year, obviously you're trying to win every game, and I think at the beginning of the year we're really just looking for our identity as a team mm-hmm. as a whole. Um, and I think, you know, obviously we hit some speed bumps, but I think we're really hitting stride right now. All right, I mentioned your numbers when you when you first came on, and you have been involved um, in about six tackles for loss, and four of them have been quarterback sack, sacks. The one aside from the other day, which was a statistical quarterback sack that you would have had mm-hmm. uh, if it hadn't been, you know, for him throwing the ball away. What's the feeling like for you when you're bearing down on that quarterback and you get that sack? Oh, uh, it's an incredible feeling, and I've I've been giving the guys some. Uh, some heat for it but I, i'm pretty sure correct me if i'm wrong but i think i'm leading the team in sacks right now so um i'm, I'm giving those guys a hard time trying to get them to catch up to me but uh no i, I mean sacking the quarterbacks definitely a, a top feeling of playing football all right so you got jeremiah right on your heels he's got three <laughs> and uh donovan hoylette actually has three you're counting the linebackers and the dns all together <laughs> going yep. for these sacks yep yeah that, 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 that must be fun for you guys, oh, yeah. though, to do that. What, what are, what's the reaction you're getting from them? Are they like, wait till this Saturday or what? No, nah, I mean, they, they give me credit where, where credit's due, but there's <laughs> definitely um, a competitiveness from all of us uh, just trying to be the best. Uh, Russ, that number at the bottom of this sheet that we're staring at, 20 quarterback sacks, feel pretty good about that number at this point in the season or always want it to be more or what? Well, I mean, that's, that's obviously a pretty good number. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, it just depends. You know, what who you're playing, what type of offense it is. Um, but you know, I you would hope by the end of the season we're we're in the 30s. Um, but I mean, I think that's a realistic number, and that's a huge, that's a pretty good number right there. We're still looking for you to like grab a pass out of midair you thinking about that maybe no yeah we've been talking about it uh, all year all the defensive ends uh, who's gonna get the first pick who's gonna get the first touchdown those guys can't catch <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's a zero in that column right now uh for them uh, the feeling of those pick sixes though on two fronts xander and coach and i talked about it from the offensive side but just you know the pick me up that you get from from the pick sixes but then also knowing hey i'm going right back on the field we just scored but i'm going to be right mm-hmm. back on the field yeah, you get a ton of confidence and a ton of momentum from those plays. I mean, everyone's involved in getting the guy into the end zone, and 
uh, going back out there, you know that you just dominated them, got a touchdown, so a lot of confidence and a lot of motivation going onto that field. And to that point, and we talked with Aaron Banks this week on our Spider Insight podcast, gives a lot of credit to you guys for, for putting the pressure uh, on the quarterback, put them in position to, to make that play. And I assume that's a two-way street, right? That You get good coverage in the secondary, you're going to have even a little more time to get to that guy, mm-hmm. right? 100%. And Aaron Banks has been a, a great leader while I've been here. Uh, and uh, he plays the game well. He plays the game the way it's supposed to be played. And um, yeah, I mean, those guys, those guys have done a good job back there. And, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes they'll hold up coverage just enough for us to get there. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been good. I, I think, uh, you know, guys like Jabril and have done a great job back there for us. And, Russ, uh, Xander makes a great point, and we'll talk more defensive line and defensive end as we move on. But a guy like Aaron Banks back there for what he brings to that defense, both, you know, his experience, what, six years, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, what he's doing with the interceptions, the pick six, the fumble return he had at Michigan State. He's, he's really a stabilizing force back there, isn't he? Yeah, he finds his way around. Well, I, don't, I don't know how many career interceptions he's got right now. Or I think he's got, what, three or four career touchdowns mm-hmm. defensively? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know. But, you know, obviously that does doesn't happen to a lot of people throughout the country and uh, he has a knack to make plays and and uh, and get it in the end zone so uh, you know uh, he's he's a good player he's been a good player for a while for us now he's got at least three scores because I know he had one pick six last year that he returned and he's got two this year with a fumble recovery and an interception so it's at least three for I think he thinks it could have been four he could have returned that other interception last year but you told him to just slide down and end the game, if I remember correct. correct. Yes. <laughs> so with an asterisk, he thinks he would have had, he would have had one more there. Uh, all right, we're about halfway through. Let's take a break. Come back on the other side. Let's look ahead to this week. Uh, this is a very high-powered offense that the Spiders are going to be challenged by uh, in Campbell at Robin Stadium. We'll talk with Xander and Coach about that challenge and how they're going to attack it and more with our special player guest today, Spider defensive end Xander Barnett with Coach Usman. I'm Bob Black. We're live at the Brass Tap. We're here every Thursday for Behind the Web, the Richmond Coaches radio show, which continues in a moment on the home of the Spiders, 1061 ESPN. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it because it's included with straight talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. It's Macy's Friends and Family. With early deals on everything you need to get ready for the holidays. Like an extra 30% off brands that rarely go on sale with your coupon or Macy's card. And take 15% off fragrance skincare, makeup, and more great beauty gift ideas, now at Macy's. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase, except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices, exclusion supply. Find something so you at Macy's Friends and Family. Attention Spiders fans, do you want a chance for your child to be the kickoff kid at the Richmond Spiders football game versus Elon on November 11th? Included in this awesome opportunity are four tickets, four field passes, and one parking pass to the game. Enter for your chance to go on the field and have your child retrieve the kickoff tee at www.richmondspiders.com forward slash VA529 kickoff kid. Brought to you by Virginia 529, the official college savings plan of the Richmond Spiders. 
It's game on at World of Beer Bar and Kitchen in Short Pump. Head to World of Beer Bar and Kitchen in Short Pump for all NFL and college football games. And enjoy happy hour all day on Thursdays, as well as weekend brunch. With 40 plus beers on tap, 350 more in the cooler, and a full food and cocktail menu. World of Beer Bar and Kitchen is your football watch party destination. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adults students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. We've teamed up with Bryant Heating and Cooling for a special enter-to-win opportunity at all Spider football home games this season. One winner per game will receive four tickets and exclusive access to the climate-controlled Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Suite at Robbins Stadium. Each winner will also receive a $100 concessions voucher, a dedicated comfort concierge, and get to watch the game from the comfort of indoor seating. Visit bryantcoolsrichmond.com and enter to win today. Bryant Heating and Cooling, whatever it takes. Let's get back to the show. Behind the Web, live from the Brass Tap at Libbyville Midtown. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spider Sports Network and 1061 ESPN. Looking for his first pass. He's under pressure, and he gets pancaked. I mean, he gets sandwiched. Xander Barnett coming off the edge, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Quarterback had no time at all. That pocket collapses, and Xander Barnett, Comes in and has something to say about it. That's a great play right there. Great motor. We talk about Xander's motor all the time. Adams takes the snap, rolls out to his left, sets up. He's hit. He's pulled down at the eight-yard line. That's our guy. Xander Barnett. I should ask Matt Smith, who's here today, why Xander Barnett was his guy on that particular play as opposed to anybody else. But he said, that's our guy, Xander Barnett, playing favorites I there. think anybody that would have made the sack at that time was my guy. <laughs> Jeremiah or Marlon yeah. or whomever. That's would have my been. guy. That's my guy. Uh, those were highlights, uh, Xander, from the Delaware, Delaware State game. I definitely wanted to pick that one out here. Seven total tackles, two and a half for loss. They were quarterback sacks. Also had a couple of uh, quarterback hurries in that game. Do you feel that was your, your best game of the season? We know your best game is still to come. I get that. But, but to this point, you know, what got it going for you? on that day against Delaware State? Yeah, it was a great day for me. Uh, everything just really kind of came together. Um, and I think also I try to put myself in the best position to make plays, and whether that's running the ball, getting off a block, and you know sometimes the, the ball just comes to you. Sometimes you're just in the right position at the right time. But, uh, yeah, it was really clicking for me that day. And, you know, getting the two and a half sacks, it was, it was a big day for me for sure. And I remember uh, looking back at some of the highlights, and I think we're playing them here, in fact, uh, in the restaurant. You're a pretty emotional guy. I mean, you sound really low-keyed right now, level-headed, but you, you show some emotion out there, don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a um, more of a quiet guy, but uh, I don't know. When the lights turn on, I'm out there on the field. It's a, it's a totally different uh, emotion, and 
and it's hard to contain it, especially when you're you're having a good game and you're getting back there. That's a good mojo to have. Mm. Keep that for sure. We were talking about your progress uh, from the time you started here with the Spiders, and I do want to go back to that um, a little bit. Love to do that on, on the coaches show, in fact, and remember your your recruitment and how you got here. But you got here in that kind of awkward time, right, where we played those games in the spring. Uh, your freshman year, right? I mean, mm. what was that like for you? And, and now that you look back on that, as weird as that was, uh, did that stretch kind of help you to where you are now? Yeah, it was It was super weird. Um, you know, to be fair, that was my first year of college. So it was mm-hmm. really all I knew. Um, but, yeah, I think I think coming, year and ha- coming in and having that, that semester of in the fall, it was really kind of the spring, if you think about it. Um, it was good just to develop a little bit and kind of get my feet underneath me you know moving out moving away from my home state of Georgia and and coming coming to Virginia it it was a good kind of a kind of start for me in my career so coach asked you during the break have you been on the the radio show before and you haven't so we're thrilled to have you uh, first time and hopefully not the last but let's go back then a little bit what was the recruitment like for you if you can you know kind of think back to to those days and why why Richmond yeah, Richmond was one of the the later teams to to recruit me and, and offer me a scholarship. And I I remember vividly, I was actually here um, visiting William and Mary, and I was in the hotel in Williamsburg and got a call from Coach Ross, um, giving me an offer to come play for Richmond. And I was like, well, "Is there any way I can just come visit tomorrow? I'm actually here right now, like not that far away." So, um, came and visited on unofficial, and then ended up coming back on official and. Uh, committed in the fall, so it was all history from then. Did he know where you were? Did he know no, you were? No, he had no there? idea. It was, it was just pure coincidence, so I guess it, uh, it worked out. It worked out in the end. Nice to beat the tribe to somebody yeah. like that, Russ, isn't it? I mean, do you, do you, what do you remember? Anything from, from what Xander's talking I, I about? I kind of remember that. I, I, I remember... Uh, obviously, your, your 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 high school team won a state championship that year. Mm-hmm. It was a great program, and I remember being in the school and, and visiting with him. And um, and I, I can, I you know, they they all kind of run together yeah. as far as you know how they looked on film. Uh, but obviously, you know, the, the the two positions that were really really picky, and that's maybe why we you know, didn't offer you as quickly as other people are, are defensive ends and corners. And uh, hmm. they, they have to be pretty good to get approved and get, you know, get, to get past me ultimately. And uh, so, Xander, you got past me, so that was <laughs> a good a deal right there. <laughs> no, quarterback is getting past him. Now, when you say picky about those positions, what do you, what are you kind of talking about when you say we're picky about defensive ends and cornerbacks? And why the, Just why looking for certain, certain characteristics. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and those two positions in, in particular? Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Any, really, any DB is tough to get by me because I've coached it for so long. Yes. But I, I included the defensive ends in that one, too. Yeah. Uh, how much was the family involved in this in this recruitment here? Xander, we talk about this all the time with Coach Usman. Mm, yeah, I mean, my family's extremely important to me, and I, I wanted them to be a part of the decision um, 100%. Uh, so... Uh, when I when I felt like Richmond was one of my top schools and I scheduled that official visit, I made sure my whole family was going to be there and they're going to be able to see the campus and everything involved and make sure that you know I was on the right track and that was where I was supposed to be. So that's the formula for success, isn't it, Coach? To get them on campus and get mom and dad and family on campus, right? You talk yeah, about that all get, the time. Yeah, get get mom and get them on campus and get mom. Uh, 
That's normally what, what really happens there. All right. So the idea this weekend is to get the quarterback for Campbell. Um, give us a little bit of a, a, you know, general scouting observations from what you've seen, what you've practiced. This is, you know, one of the more high-powered offenses uh, that we're going we're gonna to play this year, really. Yeah, they've got a lot of talent on offense. Uh, uh, got a lot of transfers coming in this mm-hmm. year. A big offensive line, a quarterback who's efficient and is capable, capable runner, capable thrower. And uh, they got they got wide receivers and running backs who make people miss. So there's been a lot of attention this week and on uh, on uh, assignments and technique, being in the right place, and uh, always having a, a great effort to the football. Because you know, at some point we're going to make a mistake on Saturday, but. Uh, what, what covers up those mistakes, that effort to the football from uh, the rest of the guys on the team. So, Is there even a little bit more charging of the battery this week? Because there has been a talk and a buzz, and you look at the stats, and Campbell's up there in all these offensive stats, and, and you guys kind of say, hey, wait a minute, we're, we're a pretty good defense mm-hmm. here to, to meet this challenge. Yeah, there's definitely, definitely a sense of wanting to prove ourselves as a defense. Um, you know, there's been some talk of, you know, first and turnovers in the nation, and mm-hmm. You know all the numbers and whatnot, but you know obviously we got a great test uh, on our hands this Saturday, and I think we're excited to prove our worth and prove how good we really are. Coach, you say this I think every week, but some weeks you emphasize it more than others, and I think you did this week. When Xander Barnett and his teammates have the chance, got to get them on the ground. Yeah, uh, all the way across the board. When when we get those opportunities. If you got a sack opportunity, Xander, get him on the ground, man. Uh, you know, when our DB's out there in space on the perimeter, get him on the ground. And, you know, obviously those sacks, when you get them down and don't let them scramble or get positive yardage from that, you know, is huge. And, you know, and, and all of a sudden you give up a five-yard throw, miss a tackle, and it turns into a 25-yard play. That's huge. And so we're going to have to do a great job of get, him on, get them on the ground when we're supposed to get them on the ground. We will certainly look for that. Make no mistake about it. Big game against Campbell, Robin Stadium, 3.30 on Saturday. It's homecoming, and Sanders it's also our Hall of Fame weekend, and we're honoring our national championship team from 15 years ago. One of the guys who's going into the Hall of Fame who was a part of that team, former defensive end Lawrence Sidbury, Jr. that name ever come up? Have you ever heard, seen anything of him, anything? Yeah, well, I'm... I know. I'm pretty sure he has a sack record uh, for Richmond. Uh-huh. Um, so I've definitely heard of him. And I've definitely seen some highlights, and I did see that the championship ga- uh, team is going to be here this weekend. So that's super exciting, and uh, hopefully we can put on a show for him. He, Are you uh, a Falcons fan? I was just going to ask that. Great Are you a question. Falcons fan? Not particularly. No, so then he no, wouldn't no, really. Oh, no. <laughs> I was good because he got drafted by the, I by know, the Falcons. I definitely know the name. I definitely know yeah, the name. Yeah, and played played for them for four or five years uh lawrence sidbury and he will be back uh this weekend as well is there anybody else out there um that you kind of look at maybe in the nfl or other players that you kind of you know take some look at their tape and say maybe i can work on the technique that i see from them yeah um definitely guys like tj watt um the bosa twins are great great guys to look at um chris jones on the chiefs uh, guys who just who know the game really well and use their hands well and, and leverage against other people. Uh, I love watching those guys and kind of try to take uh, parts, of they, parts of they do and implement it in my game. 
Uh, Coach asked a great question as the talk show host wannabe that, that he is. Are you a fan of the Atlanta Falcons? And you said, no, you're from Milton, Georgia. Why are you not a Falcons fan? And is there a favorite team that you do have? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to get some slack from this, but uh, but I do. Uh, I'm a Chiefs fan, actually. Um, not no particular geographical reason. Um, just the team I, I picked up probably about seven years ago and just kind of ran with it. And once Mahomes got drafted, I was like, yeah, this will, this will be a fun team to watch for yeah, sure. You picked, you picked a pretty good one, at <laughs> least in recent years. In the last seven years, you, you picked a pretty good one there um, in the Chiefs. Hey, let me finish up with you. we got folks here who always say, Bob, make sure you ask them about academics and what they're studying and how they're progressing with that, uh, being the great uh, academic institution as well as athletic school that we are. Uh, give us a little bit of the classroom look of Xander Barnett. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going into uh, this is my second to last semester until I'll, I'll graduate, and I'm on track to graduate in the May. In, uh, May and uh, you know, I, I I enjoy class. I enjoy the the rigor of, of the business school at mm-hmm. um, at Richmond, and um, I think balancing balancing that that football and uh, school uh, school life has been something I've I've developed over the years. I'm proud of you know, the way I've been able to do that. So. Is there something in the business world that particularly interests you when, whenever your football playing days are over? Um, you know, I've, I've several interests. I mean, obviously, I'd love to do something in sports, uh, have some knowledge mm-hmm. of, of that for sure. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm really open to anything, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see – you know where my journey takes me after football for sure. well keep playing football for a while how about that all right yeah. all right xander thank you so much for being with us today xander barnett everyone our special spider player guest this afternoon go finish lunch coach usman will do likewise and we'll finish the show after a break we'll come back talk a little bit more about campbell and homecoming weekend and of course coach usman was the defensive coordinator on that national championship team so maybe we'll get some memories from him about that as well when we come back to the brass tap final segment of behind the web coming up next Next on 1061 ESPN. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation in a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and, in rare cases, fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELOQUIS. With tons of televisions, the Brass Tap's the best place to watch your favorite team, and the Brass Tap has great food and cold drinks to enjoy while you catch the game. Join Richmond Spiderhead football coach Russ Huseman and Bob Black every Thursday during football season at our Richmond location at Libby Mill Midtown from noon to one for Behind the Web as they talk spider football and break down upcoming matchups. Enjoy a signature Brass Tap classic pizzas all day Thursday for just $10. The Brass Tap. Great times, well-crafted.
Buying a vehicle is like buying a house. Many aspects of the purchase can lead to questions. Fortunately, Lux Chevrolet in Ashland has 100 years of experience to help their customers buy their next Chevy or used vehicle. They combine a modern, interactive website at LuxChevrolet.com with old-school customer service to make the entire process easy. So don't buy from some online startup. Put your trust with Lux Chevrolet in Ashland, 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com. Your local dealer with worldly experience. Keeping you up to date with Richmond football. This is Behind the Web Live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown on 1061 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Network. Final segment of Behind the Web for a Thursday afternoon. Again, we are here next Thursday. I think we're going to try and bring the coordinators in next week pending their schedule but we'll give the players kind of a week off while they're on the bye week uh, but hopefully uh, Adam Ross and Winston October and Justin Wood will be able to make their way here with Coach Usman do kind of a coach's corner next week on um, on behind the web uh, a little more on this uh, Campbell team uh, Russ one of the other things that jumps right off the page is how big they are and I don't just mean their weights but they got some guys who are like Six seven and six eight. One on their offensive line, one on their defensive line. That that's some pretty pretty huge numbers there. Yeah, um, they're huge. Yeah, <laughs> they get that those tackles are are so big. They're six eight, three thirty, and they get the tight end when he lines up in a traditional tight end position. He looks like a DB lined up against that dude. <laughs> and he's it's like 6'5", right? No, the one oh, the other one. The one they play is 6 feet, 225. Oh, that, yeah, okay. But, I mean, they are so big up front, and they're athletic. They're really good up front. I mean, how do you how do you compensate for that? How do you combat not only 325, but 6'8", or 6'7"? That's kind of amazing for football players, isn't it? What is it, 77, 6'8", 355? 6'8", 355. <laughs> They're big. Yeah. They, speed, man. Yeah. Speed. Speed and more speed. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so, you know, it could be that this weekend. Uh, their offense, our defense, obviously our offense wants to have something to say about that as as well. Um, another first-time opponent. Make any difference to you guys? I know you probably see them on tape when you're scouting other teams, but it's kind of a little different in this league this year with uh, some of the first-time opponents. Yeah, it is strange this year. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, really it is different. And, uh, you know, to play them for the first time, you know, you just don't know what to expect. But you can kind of see them against, you know, William and & Mary and, and uh, Maine and kind of compare and contrast. But uh, um, how you match up against them, you really, you really don't know until the game, game gets going. Uh, going a little off the beaten path there, but I had John Hart on my afternoon radio show yesterday, and that topic came up about all these new teams in the CAA and, and first-time opponents and kind of how we're handling all of that. And I know it's not your primary concern right now. It's probably a better question to ask you in the summertime, <laughs> but just you know, kind of the shape of what we're going through now in the CAA. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I they just when they roll the schedule out, we'll just start looking at them and go play. I mean, that's the bottom line. That's it. Is that the same answer I'm going to get from you in the summer? No, is I'm it? sure it is. Oh, come yeah. on, you could elaborate a little bit more. No. By that, I'm just looking at those weights, man. That's ridiculous. It is. Three twenty, three thirty-five, three fifteen, three fifty-five, three fifty. 
Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, they got and and uh, you know a couple of their wide receivers are you know six three, six four plus as well. Yeah. Right. We talked about that last week. How your smaller defensive backs will have to handle that, right? With good position. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. We gotta we gotta be smart in how we defend them. No question. And I think he's thrown to like fifteen different receivers. Yeah, they got a lot of so them running around yeah. through there. Yeah, no yeah. question about that. They got good players. They got, you know, their backs. They're playing a couple backs back there, and uh, so I mean, they 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 they're they're a talented offensive football team. And they go quick too, don't they? I think somebody mentioned to me yesterday they lead or first or second in the league in scoring, but last in time of possession. So they go they go quick. Well, they're hitting big up. plays. Yeah, yeah, hitting big plays. Yeah, they they've got they got a bunch against uh, uh, UNC uh, North Carolina Central, and uh-huh. so they're hitting some big plays. We got to eliminate those for sure. All right, we will look for all of that um, on Saturday, three thirty at Robin Stadium. As we said, homecoming honoring the 08 team as well, and and the Hall of Fame inductees, and uh, one of them uh, just like reminisce a little bit here about Lawrence Sidbury's time because uh, you coached him right up through that national championship. Yeah, we got here, and he had been recruited by the previous staff. Hmm. And uh, when Dave and uh, Dave got here, and um, and we redshirted Sid that year, and. Uh, you know, he was a big old dude, and he'd go down on that scout kickoff return team, and he'd return the kicks. He always liked doing that, really? so he'd be the return guy back there. And, uh, um, you know, it had been about 6'3", or 6'4", or whatever. Two, he's probably 225 at the time, and he'd be back there and uh, returning those kicks. I remember, and and this is how, how stupid I am, but uh, um, about halfway through his career – I told Sid, I said, listen, Lawrence, you know, if you want to play in the league, I said, I said, I think you're going to have to get up to, you know, 300 pounds, 280, 290, 300, and, and let us move you into three technique. Hmm. And uh, he wanted zero part of that, huh. like not even close. And, and, and I was wrong. I mean, he, he you know, at, at whatever, 6'4", 260, playing defensive end, you know, they could project him in a lot of different places. And uh, so, you know, I, I wasn't right, but I thought for him that might be the best way to get to the NFL. But he proved me wrong. Well, I like when they proved me wrong. There was a lot that was right about that season for sure. What what made that team what it was? We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, I think, after the Madison loss, never lost again, went to UMass, won there, and won nine straight all the way through the national championship. Yeah. Uh, Good players um, really help. <laughs> yeah. Just just look at that defense. I mean, you got you got Sid Barry, uh, you know Sherman Logan, the other end. Mm-hmm. You know he played in the Arena Football League for a long time. Um, uh, uh, Martin Parker, yep, um, got drafted. Seth Williams got a free agent. Uh, um, Eric McBride, Eric McBride got right? the free agent, yeah. um, and uh, uh, Justin, um, um, uh, our DB, yeah, but Roger, Justin uh, Rogers. Rogers, yeah, yes. he got drafted. I mean, it was, I mean, I, that's a while back, so I'm, yes, I'm, it is. I'm, I'm you're doing, doing great, actually. Not really, I'm doing terrible, <laughs> but, um, but some great, great players, man. They could run. Uh, we we barely, you know, we barely did much on defense we just send them out there and just say all right get yourself in that three technique and whoop the dude and and you know all right we're going to get in this coverage and go break on a ball and uh they, they we had good players and uh so that's 
is that's why we that's why we won we there were two part. critical games to me in that sequence we talked about one of them i thought the umass game the very oh, next huge. week after you know what happened against jmu to come back and win on the road at umass a game that maybe people don't really remember that much and then the william and mary game obviously uh you don't get it we don't get in the playoffs if we don't win that game Correct. And I think we were up there for band day. Bill Durkin used to brag about band day. <laughs> at UMass? And I, and, yeah, UMass. And Dirk was like, it's band day, man. That's the best day of the year up there. And I'd say, Dirk, this is stupid, man. And he'd, just, he'd say, no, it's band day. And I guess that was band was. day up there. Yes. But that was huge now because they were ranked 10th t- in the country, I think, and up there. And you know, to get that win was huge. And then, obviously, the William & Mary the William Mary win. I think I can't remember who blocked their field yeah, goal. Yeah, I forget. Uh, in, in overtime there. Somebody got it. And, and Come on, and, who blocked the field goal against William Mary? We've got all these people. I know we're in the stands, Russ, and they don't remember either. That number one. Uh, well, that wasn't uh, our wide receiver, was it? it? It was. Grayson. Kevin Grayson. There you go. Kevin Grayson blocked the field goal. Huh. How about that? They yeah, and, 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 and then uh, uh, Andrew uh, Howard knocked home the knocked field goal. Through, to knocked it the through to win. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one more reminiscent about that game because we are honoring them on, on Saturday. A decent number are coming, coming back. That was a really special couple of days for you at the end, wasn't it? I mean, to win the national championship at Chattanooga, your alma mater, you stay back after everybody goes back to Richmond. You get the job at Chattanooga. I mean, that's a pretty good 48 hours, right? That, that was a neat 48 hours. I, I, we flew in on, uh, I can't remember, maybe Wednesday, and it was late. And uh, the AD at um, Chattanooga actually met me, and it was, it was maybe 2 o'clock in the morning, and just kind of met me to get to know me a little bit, and then uh, – and then said they're going to interview me on Saturday after the Friday game. And, and I said, wow, man, that's a late game. And then I, I said, what time? He said, uh, I'll be by to pick you up at 6 a.m. <laughs> and, and, you know, I couldn't sleep a lick, obviously. Not, not, you know, I couldn't sleep at all. But, you know, Mike London is, is one, is, was incredible, you know, because he, you know, he, he really supported me in this endeavor. You know, if I didn't get the Chattanooga job, I was actually going with Clawson to uh, Bowling Green. Um, at that at that point in time, Dave was kind of holding that job for me, and and Mike was fantastic. You know, he he knew, you know, he knew I was going somewhere when it was all said and done. He was unbelievably supportive, uh, just a great human being, and uh, you know, you know, I'm indebted to Mike too for for you know for how he helped me out in this in this whole process. So uh, it was it was pretty cool. You know, you're sitting in the. Uh, <clears throat> You know, I remember sitting in the mini dome at UNI and and sitting by myself and just doing some work there in the lobby. And and Mike came up to me and sat down. And he looked at and at this time he looked at me and said, "You ain't gonna be here next year, are you?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Nah, Mike." I said, "You know, Dave's offered me a job, and uh, you know, I'm gonna. In, I think I'm gonna interview at Chattanooga." And and just again, just fantastic to me and uh, supportive and all. So. Mike's a great dude, and uh, of course, even though I hate him now, he's at William and Mary. So, Mike, Mike, I hate your guts, but you're a great dude. Uh, until after that game, then you can like him for a little yeah, bit of time. Yeah. After that, that's a great. Did you, did you have to take a suit with you on the trip or something? Uh huh. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So you just did that so you could do the interview. Had to take two with me. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool stuff right there. That and, and it all worked out great because it got you back here. I remember we were on, we're probably out of time here, but You'll I'm, hear on, the music. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the plane. I'm on the plane, and Mar- I think I'm sitting with Mark Carney or something. And um, and man, I was hurting, and it was late. I think the fl- plane was delayed, maybe. And like like I said, we didn't even get to the airport until one. And, and I looked at Carney. I said, "Man, Mark, how, how am I gonna, you know, how am I gonna stay awake here, man? I gotta meet the I gotta meet the AD tonight." And he, that's when I first had one of those five-hour energy drinks. Really? Yeah, and they, they don't work. They don't work. No, that's a that's a highway robbery. But he swore by me. He said, "Man, I got a couple here. Go ahead. Stick with the coffee, coach. Coffee yeah. works. Great stuff. Great, great stories. All right, we'll look to celebrate a 15-year anniversary of the 2018. Yeah, I'm glad to see those guys are coming, coming back, back, man. Because again, great kid, great people. And, Tremendous football player. Sure it made our job easy. It was it was a great time. All right, uh, great time at Robin Stadium. Coming up three thirty Saturday for homecoming. Xander Barnett, uh, thank you for being here today. Uh, Robert on location. AJ in the studio for Coach Usman. Bob Black, talk to you. See you Saturday for Spider Football Homecoming at Robin Stadium. You've been listening to Behind the Web from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown, featuring head coach Russ Huseman. Today's show has been brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Chevrolet, and Virginia 529. Join us throughout the college football season for Behind the Web, presented by the Brass Tap. Thanks for listening and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship station of the Spider Sports Network, ESPN Richmond. Executive producer, Robert Oley. This has been a presentation of Playfly Sports in association with Richmond Sports Properties.